You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Don't be stubborn. No Here doubt. Pressure and Wilson recognized it. Streak straight up the middle. Still spinning. Dives for the end zone. Touchdown. What a great run. His third rushing touchdown of the game. And that one took some skill. We are watching one of the best college football players in the country. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. NFL Draft approaching. It is next Thursday. And Trevor Lawrence on Sunday tweets the following. Thank you, Jaguars fans. We really appreciate the wedding gifts and donations for charities of our choice. In addition to the donations, Marissa and I will also be donating $20,000 to charities in Jacksonville. Thanks again. Hope to be a part of your community soon. Draft over. Suspense gone. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's go down to Jacksonville. Check in with our buddy Dan Bach at Dan underscore Bach on Twitter. Roto Grinders, Director of Media. Were you among the people uh, sending gifts, donations, Dan Bach? You know, I, I figured he probably already uh, had a toaster or two, so and he can certainly afford his own pretty soon. But uh, I, I, I laughed when I saw that, that article this morning as well. Uh, I didn't even realize that was going on. But it, it is pretty exciting for the town to finally kind of have our quarterback. And, you know, it's inevitable for it to happen. But uh, I got a good chuckle out of that, too. People are hyped. They're going to look to have a quarterback for the next 15 years. Must uh, must be great. Wonder what that's like. But you two. Yeah, you two, Horvat, over in Green Bay. My goodness. Uh, the most unpredictable aspect of this draft is what, Dan? I think it's pretty much what happens at three, because I think that's going to uh, obviously change the whole dynamic of, of you know who's going to reach for a quarterback, who's not going to reach for a quarterback. Uh, because right now we're in this situation where it looked like Mac Jones was clearly going to be the number three pick. Schefter came out and said as much. And then he's kind of hedged his bets a little bit. And I was never a real believer when that report came out because it just didn't make sense in my eyes that San Francisco was going to trade up to take Mac Jones, certainly that far. Um, the, the real reason I think they made that trade was to get Justin Fields. We're seeing that in the odds now is he is the favorite. And I think the real question after that is, do these teams who need quarterbacks, are they patient? Do they let them fall to their laps? Or do they get aggressive and try to trade up? And obviously a team like Atlanta, you know, sitting in that fourth spot is hoping, praying that, that uh, people will trade up because I don't think they want to select in that position. But I also think that some of these other teams that are quarterback needy 
I think they see the writing on the wall and saying, hey, I, we don't need to give up future first rounders. We can just wait here, uh, whether it's a New England, maybe a Denver, uh, a, uh, a Washington football team, all teams who I think are on the market for a quarterback. And I think that's going to be the real story is whether or not we get the trade-ups or not. And right now, I, I'm not sure that we will. Dan, so how many quarterbacks, if you had to make a bet right now, do you think are selected in the first round? Well, you got Fields, you got Jones, you've got Lance, Wilson, and of course, Lawrence. The real question is, does somebody sneak in late? Uh, Davis Mills' name kind of came out, and I don't think we're going to see it. I mean, there, the real reason to make that kind of deal is to potentially get that extra year on the contract, but I don't think that anybody is going to pull the trigger at, you know, to slide in late first to take a quarterback. I think that uh, most of the teams that are in that range uh, kind of have that position filled already. So uh, I think it's just going to be the chalk that we've, we've kind of come to know in those, uh, in those five names. Cause I'm with you. I, I would take Justin Fields with the third pick. I'd probably take him with the second pick to be quite honest. So if, if that's the case and San Francisco does go with the, with fields, who do you think would be the next quarterback off the board or who would be the better fit, you know, for some of these other teams? Would it be Lance or are you just out on Mac Jones right now and you think that he continues to fall in this draft? Yeah, I mean, I think that Mac Jones is fine. Like, I think he's he's a good player. Um, and I think Trey Lance is a guy who has a, a, could go a number of ways. I think this guy could be a bust. This guy could be the best player in the draft. I think Mac Jones is probably going to be a steady player in the NFL, but I don't know if he's going to have the ceiling that a Lance will have. So it kind of depends on what teams are looking for. And, you know, New England is one team that I think is going to take a quarterback. That's one of my favorite bets that I have in this draft is uh, you can find them on, on BetMGM plus 180 that their first player is going to be a QB. And, you know, you look at next year's class, and this is what I think important when you're handicapping a little bit, Next year's quarterback class does not look particularly great. Now, obviously, that changes uh, from year to year. A lot of people didn't think Wilson was going to be a, a top flight pick. Joe Burrow last year. So things do change. But in terms of prospects, this is one of the most loaded drafts we have. And I can't see New England not selecting a quarterback here in the first round. This is their time to do it. Cam Newton's on this uh, what one-year one deal. And if it's a Lance, it's certainly a guy that, uh, you know, can wait in the wings, learn a little bit from Cam Newton. If it's a Mac Jones, he's somebody who could maybe even compete for that starting position. So uh, at plus 180, close to two to one odds, uh, I think that New England drafting a quarterback, that's one bet that I really like because they could trade up because they're at 15. So that means they don't have to give up a ton to move maybe into the top 10 or they can stay put like I think they might and have one fall in their lap. And, and honestly, I don't know if they're going to be overly picky which one they end up with. Because, you know, you look at Cam, more of a mobile-type quarterback that falls into the Lance um, category. And then Mac Jones kind of fits the mold of the Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo that they've had previously. So I think either one of those two works. So I'm not going to predict which one goes to New England, just mm -hmm. that uh, at plus 180, they're going to get a quarterback. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat with you. Our guest, Dan Bach from Roto-Grinders. Okay, so one of your favorites, New England, to take a quarterback with their first pick. Uh, give me another one of your favorites. Okay, uh, it sounds like we got a Packer fan there. So uh, I am going to roll <laughs> with, a, uh, with the Green Bay Packers. Um, drafting their first position is going to be a wide receiver at plus 200. I mean, you look at 
this draft and actually really fits well for what they need um, because they've got these, these, you know, tall, lanky wide receivers, you know, whether it's a Funchess, a MVS, a Lazard, St. Brown, all those guys are six, four taller. Uh, they don't really have that, that smallest slot receiver. And there's a lot of really good ones in this draft. And they didn't pick up anybody in free agency. They didn't draft anybody last year. So for me, I think it's a lock. And I think they've got a number of guys that they, they can go with, uh, mainly like a Rondale Moore, an Elijah Moore, a Kadarius Tony, maybe even a Rashad Bateman. All these guys kind of fit that profile of wide receiver that they need. They all profile as first-round picks. And I'm getting two-to-one odds on, on this. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he kept his mouth shut when they didn't draft anybody to help him last year. I am super confident that they're going to be aggressive in this draft and take a wide receiver uh, in the first round. So I definitely like that one at two to one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, it's a pick between Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle. I follow you on Twitter at Dan underscore Bach. It felt like you got a strong opinion there. Uh, share with the class. Yeah, I... I think Devontae Smith is unquestionably the guy I would draft. I mean, Jalen Waddle has speed um, like nobody's business, but Devontae Smith last year put up one of the best seasons we've ever seen. And the thing you have to remember, too, is A, it was in the SEC, and B, all the focus was on him. I mean, once Jalen Waddle went out, everybody knew he was going to get the football, and he still found ways to, to make it happen. So, uh, he had been buried behind other first round picks his last few years at Alabama. And I know a lot of people, uh, in kind of the draft community look at age with wide receivers and like, when did they dominate? And they say, Oh, look at him. He, you know, he's on, on the older end of the spectrum going against, you know, 18, 19 year olds. He should be able to do that. I don't really buy it in this case. Cause I think that he would have been as dominant, uh, if he didn't have Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs. Uh, Calvin Ridley before then. This guy has been a producer whenever he's been on the field. It's just his first year he didn't get on the field very much. But remember, what did he do? He had the game-winning touchdown in that national championship. So uh, I'm going with Devontae Smith, but the odds, I am a believer in the odds, they are creeping up in the other direction. So it's, it's a personal play for me as I think it's clearly Devontae Smith, but I don't like the movement that I'm seeing. So uh, it's probably a stay away right now because it's it's pretty close odds, you know, going both ways. Dan, you made me really happy with that prediction for the Packers in the first round with the wide receiver, but I'm more confident that they take Kyle Trask to back up Jordan Love in three years. Um, who's going to be who, who's going to be the first defensive player in this draft? Uh, any value that you see with any of the defensive players, whether it's DBs, defensive linemen, or linebackers? Any good prop bets there? Yeah, I. I don't love it anymore. A couple of weeks ago, we were getting plus odds at Patrick Sertan to be the first defensive player. I think it's, it's close to even money right now. And I still like the bet because I think that Sertan is clearly the best defender in this draft, certainly at that cornerback position. And we've got a few names, you know, at that position. You got Joe Horn's kid 
who's a, who's a really good player. You got Fairley out of Virginia Tech, who's a really good player. And then Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State, is the other name that's kind of popping up there. But Sertan was a dominant player in a great conference. And I think an underrated aspect of him, too, is he played against some of the top-notch wide receivers every single day in practice. God, you're talking like upwards of, what, four or five first-round picks from Alabama every day in practice. So this guy, I think, is a tier one shutdown corner in this league. I don't think he drops below 10. And uh, for me, he's the, he's the top defender for you. I do have a price, though. I do have a, a nice plus odds bet for you. And it's got to go back to my Jacksonville Jaguars. We can't really bet the first position, the first player, what position it's going to be, because we know it's going to be, you know, Trevor Lawrence. But the second uh, player that they picked, they've got two first round picks and it's hard to find like 15 to one odds, but you can get it on Jacksonville drafting a tight end with their second pick. And I think Pat Friermuth from Penn State is a sneaky name to keep your eye on because the, the tight ends coach for Jacksonville was the former tight ends coach for the Penn State Nittany Lions. They do have two second round picks, but I actually think that plays into them being able to reach in round one to get the player that they really want. And Urban Meyer has been very vocal about saying, hey, you know, players and coaches, the familiarity they have with each other is important for me. And the, the only guy they picked up this offseason was a dude from Carolina who's been in the league five years and has caught 12 passes. They need to add this dimension to their offense. They have nobody else in my eyes that can match up with Briar Moon. So you can get 15 to one that the Jags go tight end with that second first round pick. All right. I'm sold on that one. Good yeah. stuff from Dan Bach at Dan underscore Bach, Roto-Grinders, director of media. Dan, next time uh, we talk, we'll have to hit on some of these NFL win totals. It's Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on BetQL Daily. Uh, well, what place decided to post some win totals, Horvat? We'll talk about it on the other side. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.